All right, here we go. Monday, January 6th, 2020. Episode 352. Wow, that ended quick. <laughs> How are you doing? How was your weekend? Hopefully it was good. It's kind of chilly here finally. Well, not that I've been looking forward towards the cold, but it's a little chilly now. We got a kind of a snow mix, 37 degrees Fahrenheit here currently in upstate New York. Feels like 23. Highs are going to be about 37 Fahrenheit. Snowy mix a little bit. And then tomorrow it's not supposed to snow. That will be nice. Winds are out of the south, southeast at 8 miles per hour. Right in the fine city of Oswego, New York. Glad you're joining me. Thank you so much. I want to dive right into our quote. This one's from Sarah Dessen. Sarah Dessen's an American author out in California. She's the same age as I am. I never wrote a book. Good for you, Sarah. Anyone can hide. Facing up to things, working through them, that's what makes you strong. Sarah Dessen. Man, that's true, Sarah. Anyone can hide. Facing up to things, working through them, that's what makes you strong. You know, I hid for years. I really did. I hid for years in, in alcohol. I started drinking at such a young age and using drugs at such a young age and smoking cigarettes at a young age. And I was hiding from who knows what with my alcohol abuse. and It's a disease. It truly is. People don't believe that alcoholism is a disease, but it is. And it's something that I've suffered with and I hid. And I finally faced up to that disease that I had and worked through that. And that's made me stronger. So Sarah's correct in saying that. And it, I'm over four years sober now. I can't believe that in 2015, I made that choice in August of 2015 to get sober. And it's a constant struggle. It's something that I'm always working with. Because just because I abstain from alcohol doesn't mean that I don't have that disease anymore. It doesn't mean that those issues aren't still there. And if anything, you've heard me say in my recent episodes, once I got sober, my mental health struggles became even more difficult, and which seems kind of like a paradox or something. You'd think that once you get sober, everything starts clearing up, and everything did, but a lot of old things came out also, and just other things where I just, I, it's not my self-medication anymore, so I don't have that, and the only thing I do right now, my worst vice is smoking, and I can't stop. I, The other day, as I just breathed in, I wheezed to you. The other day, I said to my wife, I went to my local place, to local store, gas station right down the street to buy a pack of cigarettes, and it was ten, uh, $10 and some change, and they're usually $9.70 total, and if you're listening right now from another state, you're going, nine bucks almost 10 bucks for a pack of cigarettes yeah and those are the cheap kind the ones i'm getting so i went to get them the other day and uh they were just a little over ten dollars and i was like holy cow and the girl working there explained to me some reason why and i came home and i said to my wife i go that's it i'm done i am not spending over ten dollars for a pack of cigarettes now granted mind you nine dollars and seventy cents you might as well call that ten bucks but it's that human thing. Once it was over 10, then all of a sudden it's like, holy cow, I'm no way. And you know how we our minds are. If something's 99 cents, it sounds a lot cheaper than a buck 
seven or a buck. Yeah, buck seven once you add tax here, eight percent. <laughs> Sounds a little cheaper. So, uh, yeah, I so said that's it. I'm done, and I went a day and a half without smoking, and uh, it was a struggle. And next thing you know, I I went out ran some errands, and I find myself getting gas, and I find myself buying a pack of cigarettes. And when I did buy them, though. They went back down to the regular price they were. So the girl's like, oh, explain to me the reason why they went back down to what they were. So I don't know. That's my hardest thing. If you are an ex-smoker and you have some ideas, please give me a buzz and let me know. The only way that's ever worked for me, though, is cold turkey. It really is. I had to do that with drinking and I anything. That's the way I am. I'm just kind of all in. You know, guys, I don't see a lot of gray. That's one of my problems, too. You know, everything's just either black or white to me. It's that gray area is usually hard for me to uh, see. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Grab yourself a beverage of choice. Welcome back, my friends. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, so I'm like up early. I'm got a doctor's appointment to, well an appointment today with my therapist and uh, I see him every couple weeks see my doctor once a month and um, my therapist so I, him and I are seeing each other today and I just recently been put on a different med and I'm still taking Vralar which I was taking which sounds like I said before sounds like a gladiator fighter or something out of this corner Vralar <laughs> I don't know but it works well somewhat it's helping some but I'm, I'm still not sleeping much, but I'm not waking up feeling real tired or anything. I'm just, I just can't sleep. I, my mind is always, always racing and always going a million miles per hour. So I'm going to be seeing him today, get a little bit of talk therapy, you know, the way the Europeans really like to look at any kind of struggles or mental health is they don't always just throw medicine. They, they talk therapy and talks a great way. That's one of the reasons why I come out and talk to you guys. It really helps me. It, helps a lot it's it's weird when I have these type of feelings though and the shows feel real easy and I can just kind of talk to you and it feels fun and then other times it's weird I just I've talked about it before I hit these struggles and these uh it's terrible I want to learn today though I hope you do hey do you ever um check out National Geographic watch that station I know there's so many cable stations out there and so many streaming networks it's hard to catch up on different things but there's a series out that my wife and I started watching the other night and watched quite a few of the episodes there's like 11 episodes out of it there's um it's 11 episode series I guess it's called one strange rock and it's hosted by Will Smith and it's on National Geographic and it's awesome it just talks about space and they have it's hosted by Will Smith but there's eight astronauts that also talk about their time and their experience in space and just really fascinating, fascinating stuff. And it really makes you, it makes you think there's so many things in that series, man, I'm having a hard time talking with my S's this morning. I'm like, strange was hard to talk. Series was, <laughs> and I decided to talk about space today, but yeah, a lot of interesting things that really make your that blow your mind it really sometimes makes you feel small when you watch it and that makes you feel big and it makes you feel real special though 
Because think about how you're really here. How you're really, really here. What are the chances, the odds that your parents met? You know, have them tell their story again to you. And then have your grandparents tell the story how they met. And then have your grandparents ask them if they remember how their parents met. And and a lot of times they're, the meetings are just so by chance. And it's just so minuscule that your parents were able to come together and then make you, which you're so unique and there will never, ever be another one of you. But it's so interesting. The whole reason us as a species and any species, here we go with the S's again, <laughs> on the planet, is the reason why we're here is to procreate as well. The reason why the earth is so beautiful and the colors and the animals that are so beautiful and the feathers and the bright wings on butterflies and the colors on hummingbirds is all to attract another mate. And so the reason why our world is so beautiful, you can thank sex to that, really. And they break it down in those little thoughts to or those where you, you're like, wow, I never really, well, of course it does, but I never thought of it that way. I don't know. I'm over to the fact site, factsite.com, and I typed in stuff about space. And there are, here's a hundred interesting facts. So sit down. We're going to do a hundred facts right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're, you're like, what? No, we're not. I am not listening to you do a hundred facts right now. I was, I was trying to be funny. Okay, here's, it doesn't always work, does it? Number one was interesting to me. I'm just going to scan a couple. Obviously, I'm not going to do 100, but if you're interested in some more facts about space, though, head on over to thefactsite.com and check out because it's really groovy. Mercury and Venus are the only two planets in our solar system that have no moons. Hmm. If a star passes too close to a black hole, it can be torn apart. Yeah, we all kind of know that. I remember watching the black hole when I was a kid, a Disney movie. And it was weird because it was one of Disney's, you know, they're just known for their animation, obviously. And the black hole came out and it was live action. And I think it was 1980, 81 or something like that. I remember that. I remember there was a toy series and... It seemed like right around that time, toys, any movies or anything that they really were capitalizing, and then it just boomed and it blew up. And now toy companies are working in cahoots with movie companies or anything and putting stuff out before they even come out. All right, wow, I'm getting off topic. That has nothing to do with space. The hottest planet in our solar system is, do you know, are you, are you one of those people that know all that stuff about our planets? It's Venus. I hate I could name all of our planets. I could definitely do that. I could not name... Well, I guess if I had a pen and a paper, I could name all 50 states, but I can't show you where they are on the map here in the United States. Our solar system is 4.57 billion, with a B, like Carl Sagan, billions and billions, billions of years old. 4.57 billion years old. Dang it. This one's the last one, and then we'll just kind of stop on this. I'm kind of getting your, if you want to get your juices flowing, maybe have you look into more stuff about space, or look up and think about it once in a while. The highest mountain discovered is the Olympus Mons, which is located on Mars. 
wait till you hear how big this monster is. Its peak is 16 miles or 25 kilometers high, making it nearly three times higher than Mount Everest. Three times. Mount Everest is 5.5 miles. Not only is it tall, but it's also, geez, wait till, 374,015 square miles or 114 meters. Is that right? M2. I see. I, I use empirical and we're only like that tiny part that uses, I, I don't know my metric system wide. So it's that wide though. That is the area, the size of Arizona. Holy cow. That thing is a monster. Can you imagine? I watched a show at last night after uh, I watched some of that one strange rock and it was all about Mars and it was really, really, really neat about Mars as well. Just our, our world is neat. We live in a be beautiful, we live on a planet. Wow, I tied that in. It's like watching an old corny movie when the name of the movie the actor ends up saying it. You know, I just did that. Oh, well. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. How's everybody? Is your morning going good so far? I hope so. I have... Uh, I thought about doing something with We Live on a Planet this year, too, about, like, promotions. I've never, obviously, I promote myself all the time on, like, Instagram and other things like that. But, like, a giveaway. And uh, not a, like, a pro, or not a competition or anything. But here in uh, New York, in March, coming right up, a new law is banning all plastic bags. The plastic shopping bags and stuff that you get at Walmart and everything. So now you're going to have to buy your own bags. And so I kind of had like an aha moment. So I started Googling and shopping for reusable bags, you know, like those shopping totes that you buy at Walmart anyways, like the reinforced handles and all that. And But they're reusable. So I'm thinking about getting some bags made up with uh, just not my logo, but just saying we live on a planet and then WLOAP.com on it. And then uh, just hand them out. Go to my local, we don't have many grocery stores here in Oswego. We have Walmart, Paul's, Big M, Bosco's, Graffalo's, and a Price Chopper. Or is it a PNC? I don't know. That's how much I. And then um, a couple convenience stores. But other than that, we don't have any other. But I want to contact those stores and just get permission from the managers and go out front girl scout girl scout style and hand out my bags to people. So if you're interested, you know, if I do get a maid, which I'll let you know if I I, I think I'm just going to pull the trigger on it. Uh I really want to go local though instead of going online. And so I've called a local t-shirt company that has been here in Oswego forever. And uh, I'm coordinating some stuff with them. And then today, probably after my therapy meeting, I'm going to step into them. And so I can kind of talk, talk to them about my layout, the material. Um, I have the opportunity, though, to buy the bags online. So that's my, what I'll do is like buy the 
bags online and get them in bulk and then bring them to them and have them print them up. So, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe like 500 bags and just give them away. I think something like that, too, since they're like that, the foldable, because you know what kind I'm talking about. They kind of fold, too, flat. It'd be easy to shove in an envelope and wouldn't cost a whole bunch to just send it out to whoever might be interested. I would love to have in some other country or another state here in America somebody seeing that bag and they're like, oh, hey, we live on a planet and then my website on there. That'd be kind of groovy. So, yeah, that's one of my thoughts. And then the next one's like, okay, what color do I get? Because they come in such a variety. And then what color font and what font? I'm going to try not to look into it or think into it too much is what I should say. I don't want to overthink it. I think it's probably just like a khaki bag. So it kind of looks like a brown paper bag. And then maybe just black. Something real simple, but gets the idea out there. And then also it serves a purpose. Because if I get bumper stickers made, nobody's probably going to want to put a bumper sticker on their car maybe. Or it's going to go someplace on a fridge. Nobody sees it. Or t-shirts, uh, you know, it's hard because you got to make sure you get the right color that people want and all that stuff. And they end up use, using it to wash their car or dust their house or something. And I figured what's something that people are going to use and they're going to have to by law here very shortly is bags. So, yeah, thought about that. Random, random, I know, let's jump to topics Camp Colebrook. Remember me talking about Camp Colebrook? The movie that's going to be coming out? Alex Carl wrote? Yeah. And uh, Joe Dante produced. Pretty groovy. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um, that is going to be out very shortly. The trailer's coming out. And uh, I went on my Facebook and shared that link. And I'm pulling up that link right now so I can just kind of pull it up. I guess I should have had it pulled up a little bit sooner than later. Since we are live, hey, anything can happen live. Okay, so exclusive trailer premiere for Camp Colebrook in select theaters 214. Arriving in select theaters digital and on demand beginning February 14th is Camp Colebrook, a supernatural horror movie from Shout Studios. Screen Factory. Today, Dread Central, this is from the website, dreadcentral.com that I'm on, is thrilled to premiere the trailer for the film, directed by Amy, Andy Palmer from the screenplay penned by Alex Carl. That's the one who I interviewed on my uh, podcast, episode 315, if you're interested in hearing that episode. So it's, uh, yeah, so it's coming out. I'm excited, and so keep an eye out for that trailer on your local and next time you're out street uh out at the movie theaters or streaming some movies camp colbrick and my interview with alex was so much fun we just kind of shot the breeze and did as he would call it a little bit of mental gymnastics because i bounce around a little bit it was fun it was a lot of fun do you um do you have one of those echo dots or one of those amazons or alexas have you ever heard? Yeah, you know, obviously you've heard of it. Duh. If you haven't heard of it, you've been living under a rock. Um, yeah, we just got one, and we didn't want one really. We didn't. We didn't buy it or anything. We it wasn't anything we wanted. But um, 
somebody I know on Facebook uh, from my local hometown had put up on there. He's like, hey, if you have Sirius XM, call them up. This was like right before the holidays. Call them up and say, hey, listen, I'm about to cancel my series because it's too much money. I can't afford it anymore. And he goes, they'll work with you. They'll lower your subscription and give you a Echo Dot for free. And we're like, huh? And I'm like, well, what are we paying? I said, am I right? Because we have it in our new car. And we had it as for free, like you usually do on if you if you get a new car for a short amount of time. And then we really liked it. And so it was like $24.99 a month. He said he ended up getting it for $5.99 a month plus an Echo Dot. So I was like, geez, honey, why don't you give Sirius a call? It was all under her name. So she gave Sirius a call and uh, said, hey, I've got friends that are getting a deal. I, well, first she said, I'm going to cancel it. And, da, 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 da. and then she's like, I've got friends that are getting a deal. And, you know, we live in a world you can't get what you don't ask for. What's the worst she's going to say? No. So she asked her, I would like to lower it. And she's like, yeah, this tip was... You just had to pay for your year up front. So it ends up being like 60 bucks for the year, and we got a free Echo Dot. Come on. Yeah, a little late on that one, weren't we? <laughs> uh, my producers sleep at, sleep at the wheel, like always. But yeah, so if you've got SiriusXM, hey, give it a shot. You never know. Have them, uh, tell them you heard it on We Live on a Planet. That'd be groovy. Because we live on a planet, I don't, no, I'm not on Sirius XM. I would love to, I would love to do like a thing like that. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. All right, stick around when we come back. Maybe we'll jump over to the History Channel's website and uh, get a couple wrinkles on our brain and that gray matter and do a little bit of uh, practice in our thought process when we come back. Stick around. Welcome back, my friends. You ready? You gonna learn today. I hope so. Man, my belly. My belly keeps rumbling. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Speaking of bellies, remember me telling you I've had this whole stomach issue that has just been rocking my world and just been brutal? I haven't had one of those episodes in over three weeks now. Oh, I'm so thankful. I have a doctor's appointment coming up, which I had one, if you remember, because I have a full physical th coming up and they did a whole blood work on me. And then the guy I was supposed to, my nurse practitioner, um, he wasn't in there, had to cancel. And so I was like, uh, so I had to wait a little bit longer. But I haven't had that sickness but um, I still keep getting that empty feeling of like I'm really like kind of hungry and my stomach will kind of roll a little bit or feel like you're on a roller coaster or something. So I'm still, there's still something that's not quite right, but I haven't been sick. But right now I apologize because I can't control my stomach right now if it's going to talk to you, but it might. So on today's date, we're over to the History Channel's website. I encourage you to learn something Besides uh, just this little bit of snippets I'm going to give and dive around, dive around. Speak, and speaking of learning, I told you just right before we took a break about getting that Echo Dot, I enabled a skill where it's, uh, uh, what is it, a quiz of the day or whatever, and you'll get a random question, and you it's a multiple choice, 
and then you get points, just virtual points. You don't win anything, but it's just strengthening your brain. And it's a free free skill from Echo. So I did that. That's kind of neat. I do that every day. I also enabled the skill Samuel L. Jackson to talk to you. <laughs> it was 99 cents one time pay. I was like, yeah, we'll have Sam talk to us. Okay, Samuel Morris demonstrates, speaking of Samuel, Samuel Morris, though, not Samuel L. Jackson, demonstrates the telegraph on this day, January 6, 1838. And that changed a lot, didn't it? Can you imagine what Samuel would think right now about what's in my hand, this Apple iPhone? He'd lose his mind, wouldn't he? I know I would have back in 1980. Just 1980, I would have been like, what is that? 1975, thousands of prizes ready to be won here at Wheel of Fortune. That was my rain, man. I well tried. Wheel of Fortune premiere is 1975. Yeah, created by legend Merv Griffin. Hosted since the early 1980s by Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Did you know Pat Sajak? I think I've told you this on this show before. Maybe you didn't know this, but... You know uh, that movie, Good Morning Vietnam, with uh, Robin Williams, and Robin Williams portrays uh, Army DJ? That was an actual thing that happened in Vietnam, and there was a real program, like the a guy that Robin Williams portrayed. Well, Pat Sajak was one, uh, also one of the DJs in Vietnam as well. Yeah, so he served in Vietnam and was a, a DJ for that. I I learned that years ago, and I found that very interesting. But yeah, that I can remember when Wheel of Fortune first came out. It was different than what it is now because they would uh, the prizes would come out on this thing and everything would be labeled for price. So whatever your prizes were back then, you know, you'd get 1500 bucks or something and you were loaded, you know, so you won 15 and you get ready to spend that 1500 on a grandfather clock or all this stuff that usually you might not buy, but the grandfather clock would be like really overpriced. Everything was always marked up. It was just really at these retail marked up prices. Nothing was wholesale. That's for sure. All right. I digress of that. It's weird how I can just bring up one thing in 1975, Wheel of Fortune, and brings me back to remember. That was also where there was only three stations. Three TV stations is all you got to choose from back in my day. 1412, Joan of Arc is born. 1919, Teddy Roosevelt dies, sadly. Speaking of Robin Williams, I just said something about Robin Williams. He was a great Teddy Roosevelt in uh, Night at the Museum. Good movie. Fun, fun movie to watch. 1912, New Mexico joins the Union. Hmm. 2001, Congress certifies George W. Bush is the winner of the 2000 elections. Do you remember the 2000 elections? I do. Because it was like it took forever to find out who our president was going to be in this bitterly contested election between uh, Vice President Al Gore. It was... I remember it was a long time before we found out who our president was. Pretty weird. 1975, here's one in 1975 again. 2,000 Led Zeppelin fans trashed the Boston Garden. Shame on you, Led Zeppelin fans. Shame on you. A crowd of like 2,000 plus lineup 
or plus, 2,000 plus, ugh, I couldn't spit that out, line up outside the Boston Garden to buy tickets to the rock band Led Zeppelin. But uh, yeah, they uh, trashed it. My father saw Led Zeppelin in concert, and I think that's pretty neat. 1996, I remember this. I was working at the Oswego Hospital at the time, a young guy. The blizzard of 1996 begins. That was a bad one. That was, we got a lot of snow. We get a lot of snow here in the city of Oswego, but everybody got it. That blizzard was bad. Here's one, 1994. Do you remember this? Skater Nancy Kerrigan is attacked. Do you remember that? When she's hitting the knees by, uh, what the heck's her name? Do I have to pull this open to remember it? I can't, how come I can't remember? Oh, uh, it's, I'm going to remember it as soon as it opens. Tanya Harding. Yeah, she. Jeff Galuli. I can remember that. It hasn't even opened up yet. Man, what's wrong with my tablet? It's taking forever. It's weird. We have technology, but we're at that technology where we want it right then. As soon as we push a button, if it doesn't open, we think something's wrong. We're like, what's going on? Why is this thing not working? Come on, stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Galuli. That was his name. He approached Sean Eckard about somehow eliminating Kerrigan. They came up and just smashed her in the knee. It was terrible. And it was so terrible, though, because the poor girl had just been smashed on the knee. How terrifying that would be, just somebody come up and do that. And she was crying, obviously, just like, why, why? And everybody was making fun of the way she was crying. Why, why? And it would be like, um... I'm competing in the Olympics, and some strange dude just came up and bashed me right in my knees, or my knee, with a freaking pipe. Of course I'm going to be crying and going, why, why? I'd be wondering, why, 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 too? Why'd somebody do that? Mm. Gosh. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Well, I think that about wraps up our show. Finally. Haha, <laughs> good one. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining me. Is there anything else I forgot, R2? Oh, you're absolutely right. I did forget to tell people, hey, if you're looking to set yourself up with a website, head on over to get.onuniverse.com slash W-L-O-A-P and put in the discount code W-L-O-A-P. 25, you'll get 25% off your first year of universe. And it's a great way to make a uh, website. It really is. That's how I make my website. Speaking of websites, if you want to be a part of the show and contact me, which I would love to hear from you. Sadly, I don't have any phone calls today. Nobody called me. I feel so sad about that. You used to call me on my cell phone. Yep. <laughs> okay. We live on a planet. Would love to hear from you. WLOAP.com. That's the easiest way to contact me. But if you're using the Anchor app, head on over to the message button. Push that. Give me a buzz. I would love to hear from you. Give me a buzz and uh, let me know how your new year is going so far. I know there's only six days into it, but a lot can happen in six days. I'll talk to you real soon, okay? Thanks for joining me and stay curious and not judgmental. Peace.